0: Hey Is welcome to a very special Geekscape. This is your Star Wars The Force Awakens special. You guys have asked me to do some more of these specials and it's hard to find the time to do it. I'm very sorry for missing out on the Jessica Jones opportunity, but by the time we got together to do something like that... Well, the show was old hat and the biggest event was right upon us. That's Star Wars The Force Awakens. If you have not seen the movie, we are going to spoil the hell out of it. Because I'm sitting here with the man who uh, goes in depth uh, about everything and that's Ian Kerner. You guys have asked for his opinion on The Force Awakens. We've seen the movie. He's seen it twice, and um, we're going to talk about it. So if you have not seen, again, if you've not seen Star Wars The Force Awakens, this is your last chance to bail before the spoilers come fast and uh, furious in the same way that the opinions are going to come. Um, And if you've seen the movie, I think you're going to enjoy whatever you're about to hear, because uh, we both have Opinions on the movie, but I think uh, Ian has a very good perspective about the film, and I think that's why we have him here. The first Geekscape was nine years ago. You know that, right? Nine years. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know if that's cause for celebration or throwing the dirt on me, but yeah. A little of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. Why
1: don't we celebrate by throwing the dirt on you?
0: (laughs) Well, um, let's talk Star Wars The Force Awakens. Uh, We both saw it opening night. And, um, there's a lot to cover, so I don't even know where to even start. If you have an idea, go ahead and throw it out. But, um, where were you, uh, where was your mindset going into this, and how was it different than your mindset going into the prequels
1: in 1999? You know, you know, episode one, I was so, so excited for it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I had bought multiple tickets going in, um... And yet, somehow, and I didn't think I could be more excited at that time, but I was more excited for this. You know, What do you think it was? Well, well, I'll tell you. So, obviously, growing up in Star Wars, you know, and shortly before Empire, they suddenly said New Hope was episode four. And, you know, and we, it was always that apocrypha. There's the three before, and it was always supposed to supposedly the trilogy after. Right. That's so what was always talked about. But I don't think we ever really believed we were going to get either. Then we get the prequels. And with the prequels, we never really believed we were going to get, you know, a follow-up trilogy. Right. And as this started taking shape and we saw that the legacy character was going to be in it, that's what took it to the next level of anticipation, you know? And obviously, as we started seeing things, seeing scenes from it, it got that much more exciting. Um, You know, know I'm one of those people, I always watch the first trailer or two, and then I try to stop seeing them because I start feeling like they give away too much. But, and... Not even to jump too far into it, but when I saw that trailer of the Millennium Falcon, you know, flying and going in, in that mm-hmm. battle, I lost my mind.
0: Yeah. Like, and I love the X-Wing skirting the water. Like, I, yeah, I that exactly. Was awesome. Great, yeah.
1: great. But, and by the way, you know, you see it in the trailer, the trailer does not do it justice. Mm-mm. I mean, those scenes are amazing. And they, I mean, I remember them being so exciting when we were a kid seeing, you know, the, the original Star Wars. But And this takes it up a notch. So, yeah, the so technology as far as, far as where to start, we can go into a lot about it, but there's a level of filmmaking here. And, you know, and look, in general, filmmaking has evolved. Techniques have evolved and with technology and right. you know, things you could do. But, I mean, Lucas' original idea with Star Wars and then following up Raiders of the Lost Ark was he wanted that feeling of the old serials mm-hmm. and that excitement and the cliffhangers and all that. And and J.J. Abrams here—he embraces that so much. Yeah, that's this movie is so much that it's in every way. You know, I know. You know, I mean, the biggest criticism of the film is something you said, even though you still love it. Is oh, I've seen eighty percent of it. Eighty <laughs> percent of it's sitting on a VH,
0: VH, VHS tape in my garage, and that's a new hope. Right. And but, this movie is
1: eighty percent a new hope, and I loved it. Yeah, and that's just it. I mean, you know, you can argue—is it homage? Is it repeating? I have a kind of interesting perspective on it. I think that throughout Star Wars we see a lot of themes repeat, and I just think that it's this idea that history repeats itself. Uh, well, I look at you know, I was thinking about the prequels earlier cuz
0: it's geekscape, we're always going to be thinking about these things. I've thought about those prequels for 17 years now. Right. And um the one of the credits I can give to Lucas is that he did not narratively like uh, do anything that was even parallel to what he had done with a new hope empire or jedi and it was like okay you look at the, the narrative of the prequels and he's trying to do this stuff with the politics with the clone army yeah it, it, but it all just felt so empty it, it was too open it was almost like this wasn't too tight and then i look at the simplicity of this storyline and it's back to the roots of star wars it's like we got to get this map we got, you know, the movie opens, and immediately Poe Dameron is meeting with, I think, a Jedi historian or somebody, the Max Von Sato character. And it's like, this is an important map to finding Luke Skywalker. Here's the plot, and we're off. And, of course, there's similarities. You're going to put it in a droid, and the droid is going to carry it. You know, the, we're going to meet uh, an orphan on a desert planet who just wants to, you know, actually, she doesn't want to get out of there. She wants to stay. But, uh, you know, she's looking to the stars. You, you, you know, obviously, the, the planet-destroying superweapon. Uh, you know, and the parallels—there's just tons of them. And uh, and and I started thinking, I was like, could the prequels have been benefited in a major way by kind of embracing that familiarity and saying, "Listen, yeah. I mean, I don't
1: it, know." It, 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 not, look, for me, it's not about that. I mean, from I, I said this to you earlier. You know, there was a lot of issues with the prequels, and and I made a point to rewatch all of them all the movies before you hate The Force Awakens. You hate yourself. No, I don't. I'm glad I did it. It was, it was, a, it was a good <laughs> exercise, you know. Um, we, we, we watched *The New Hope originally. You know, there was this, you know, very intentionally Lucas threw us into the middle of this story. That's what he wanted to do. It was like, and you figure out what's going on. And there's all these nuances of things. Reference to the Imperial Senate. Now it's been, you know, dissolved. The last the vestige of the old Republic is now gone. You know, it's things like that, so you wonder about it. So And Lucas took it upon himself, you know, talk about the Clone Wars, all that stuff. He took it upon himself to give us all that. One of my big complaints sitting there watching all six movies in a row is it, the prequels either don't really line up, more than just, and I really looked at this, more than just that they weren't what I thought they were when they were, the stuff was referenced in the original movies, they just don't line up. He yeah. just changed ideas and evolved and said, "I don't care. I can do whatever I want," you know. And uh, at the same time, especially when you get to episode three, he's just shoehorning stuff. Right. And it's like, well, I got to do this and make this. I'm just gonna. I'm just. I got to get there. That's what I have to do. You know. There's there's a bunch of stuff that just doesn't feel right. You know. I mean, you can argue well whether they're really contradicting it, but look, you know, you go, you watch a New Hope. Anakin Skywalker, the original idea there, he was a veteran guy. I mean, you know, this movie came out in 1977. It's very Vietnam era, you know, of the father I never knew who died in a war, you right. know, who was a well-renowned fighter pilot, you know? Like, that's what that was. It wasn't some, oh, when I first met him, he was already a great pilot. Yeah, he was nine years old, you know, <laughs> great pilot. It's, not, it's not the feel of that. It's right. not right. You know, Obi-Wan, you know, I thought I could you know, take it upon myself... To teach him, you know, and I could do as good a job as Yoda did when he taught me. Not at all what we get in the prequels, you know. And you never we're, actually we're,
0: see Yoda teaching him anything.
1: Well, right. we could, the inference is that as a youngling, Obi Wan was with Yoda, you know, in the prequels. But yeah, he's off with Qui Gon doing other stuff, you know, as opposed to it seeming like, yeah, Yoda was his master taught him directly, you know. And, and more to the point, from that, you would think that Yoda never really dealt with Anakin. You know, as opposed to, well, yeah, he came, came to the temple and then was off with Obi-Wan and back and forth at the temple, you know? It's just not the sense of it at all, Mm -hmm. you know? um, And whatever, it's fine, but what Lucas sought to do with with those prequels is a different thing. I've often defended that I think it's brilliant that we actually see the politics of the Galactic Republic, you know, be dissolved and how the Empire took form. That That's an aspect of, of the prequels, I think, that's very well done. Just from a histor- pseudo-historical perspective. You know? Not saying it's not boring to a lot it's of people. It's boring as hell. You know? But I find that interesting. They spend a lot of but, time on that. But, so. to your point, which is, in terms of what the difference is in terms of filmmaking, it's like, yeah, it's, it's just this different thing and this has that flavor, that feeling that the original had, that excitement. I mean, you know, There are people, you know, a friend of mine who likes to just tear things apart, you know, there was a lot of talk about there are people, more millennials, who grew up on the prequels. Are talking about Ryan here? No. Okay. No. Taught. Oh, Um, got it. So um, there are people go, oh, you know, the millennials, you know, grew up on the prequels, and they love that, and they're not liking this movie for this reason. And it it seems like a lot of people are holding on to, you know, what their great childhood memory thing is, and that's the best one and everything else. You know, it's ruined my childhood. I don't know, for me, it's not that at all. No, it's... A, you know, yeah. it's... I, I, I'm able to sit back and look at each one for, for what they are, and, you know, and I could see the perspective of through a child's eyes, but that's why I did what I did this past week, is I said, you know what, I'm going sit, to sit back, take out my preconceived notions of things, and just say, oh, what is this? And, like, A New Hope is... It's fun, it's exciting... It moves. You know, it moves, The prequels don't move. Like, those yeah, stories no, don't move. They don't, they don't. And, you know, and... And this movie has that. Mm-hmm. You know, if a kid goes in and sees this movie it's the first thing they see, it's exciting.
0: It's got tone, it's got rhythm, yeah. it's got pace. And like, it's just moves.
1: I wouldn't go and, like, look, I knew that, you know, they'll purpose of the legacy characters to, to do a handoff. I mean, that, that's what the idea is. And you know what? 10, 20 minutes into this movie, I was in. I, I'm into a movie about Poe Dameron, you know? Oh, that and,
0: first, those first few yeah. moments, I was like, yeah. I'll watch a whole movie with this that's guy. That's
1: exactly what I was thinking. Like, I was like, this, this is cool. You know, he had what Harrison Ford had in A New Hope. Yes. Well, he's I, equal parts like Luke and, and, and Han it felt like. Yeah, but he had that charisma. Sure. Like, you know, when I was, I was, I was like six, almost seven years old when I first saw A New Hope, I wanted to be Han Solo. Sure. You know? Like, he was just cool. You know? Yeah, no,
0: Poe Dameron's great uh, and I love the disadvantage they give the characters right off the bat too. I, I think that's a, a flaw of like episode one. You, you meet these Jedi and they're overpowered and they start fighting these robots it's yeah. entries, and it's like no nah, well, come it's on like, like let's 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 take the advantages away from our main characters see him climb out of a hole and it, from t- poe dameron like right off the bat when you see uh kylo ren freeze that laser blast it's awesome yeah i mean it's 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 pretty hardcore yeah. and, and somebody was arguing today that he didn't like the movie saw it twice still doesn't like it enjoys the prequels doesn't like this movie uh actually enjoys the movie I, even, I, enjoys, I want to know who this idiot enjoys is. the movie enjoys the movie doesn't like the Kylo Ren character because he feels like there's not powerful you know not intimidating I'm like the first thing you see him do is order a bunch of people slaughtered and freezes well, a laser blast
1: the, the, there's a, there's an interesting argument about Kylo Ren that I'm struggling with a bit because you see that which is next level Force power, sure. but then you don't see other stuff.
0: You see him lose to Ray. You see, yeah. him yeah, but sure. but
1: but I think, and we'll get we'll delve into that deeper. I think there's more stuff going on there than he, what's his, a, his a mental a fracture.
0: Parent. Yeah, he's mentally, he's been shot, but crazy. I think there's also
1: because we'll discuss Ray. There's more to her mm-hmm. that I, th- I think that's a big factor. Yeah, you know, I mean, because even when Snoke's like, you know, you couldn't do that. She resisted you, like that's a big deal, right? You know, when you're watching the movie, it makes it seem like he's not that powerful. I think the right interpretation is she is that powerful.
0: And that was the argument I gave, was like, she's very powerful. And if anything, I would have liked to see, and I love her introduction. It feels like Nausicaä Valley of the Wind. It felt like a Miyazaki movie. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, Like, the, like J, JJ's doing some Miyazaki stuff when she throws
1: the sled down and sleds down onto it. Yeah. And I was like, this is just and, gorgeous. Exactly. And I, exactly. It just felt like it was, it, and It's beautiful. It's the cinematography. I mean, everywhere. I mean, um, everything inside the fallen Star, star Destroyer. Would I have liked to see her in those
0: moments by herself, which, I mean, those, movies, those moments are great and you never get those moments in the prequels. You never get Anakin or Obi-Wan by himself existing. I would have liked to see her start tinkering with this thing she has questions about, which is the Force. Like see her, maybe moving something, or, yeah. or you know, in her exploration of the, of these you know star destroyers that have been destroyed, uh, that she's living amongst and, well, and salvaging. Uh, use the Force just a little bit, maybe in her negotiation with the with the crazy character that keeps trying to you know undercut yeah, her. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, our friend FJ had had a great comment. I thought he said you know he loves the movies, but he said that. Um, he feels like they probably trimmed, like, 15 minutes that we yes. let to breathe more. Yes. And, and, and I agree with that. Um, the other narrative plot... I'm not, like, I, like, I can't wait to see the deleted scenes. I
0: want to see... The, and the other one that I felt was deleted, because obviously, like, <laughs> you know, Michael Arndt and J.J., these guys are all great, like, writers, yeah. Lawrence Kasdan, yeah. these are all great writers, and uh, I wanted to see the scene where Finn, who I love... Uh, He's obviously dealing in the first scene when,
1: when he doesn't pull the trigger. You, you, you want to see him. Real, you want to see more about him. Get to the place of I got to get the hell out of here. I,
0: well, you definitely see him panicking and saying right. I got to get out of here, and you see General uh, uh, Phasma, Captain Captain, Captain Phasma, Phasma uh, see that. But he needs to make the decision. I need a cap. I need a pilot, and then he just kind of walks up and says, "Give me the prisoner, this high valued prisoner that we just took off this planet."
1: Well, like, I, I took that as who else big, could he get?
0: Um, I don't, I don't have a sense that There is anyone else Definitely uh, Never saw the decision That he needed A pilot To get out of there And His discovery that Who they just took off the planet, You know what I mean Like like he he seen it, That felt very abrupt and I, Yeah and I, and but I felt you know like what was He was down there
1: They took him He knows who he was They just blew up his ship He's clearly a pilot Did I go with it? it? Hell yes I was I'm with. saying yeah. You saw the guy Had, had an X-wing You mm-hmm, know So mm-hmm. they blew it up So he knows it's that and who else can he go to? Because I think it's something that's really important that, you know, you, you have to think about about Finn, is that all of these stormtroopers, they're conditioned. They may as sure. well be clones. They're conditioned at birth. So there's a big question of what's different about him, you know? Sure. Why, why is the condition not working? And I'm not sure. You know, I went into the movie wondering this, and even on the second viewing, I was looking at this. Should we feel that, you know, there's been this awakening of the Force? Is he affected by it? Mm-hmm. Is he Force-sensitive? I mean, he's using a lightsaber. You know, yeah, he parries a little bit with. Yeah, yeah I mean, sure. should he be able to last even a minute? You with, know, yeah, against unless Kylo, he has sure. something there, you know. Yes, I, I agree with that. Maybe yeah. yes, maybe no. I'm not sure. That was a. But beat, I'm that, wondering that.
0: That was just a beat that I was, that felt abrupt and conven- like it was like, oh, this is this feels like a deleted scene was in here somewhere. You know, like the pacing is very aggressive at that yeah. point. I'm like, yeah. okay, but you know what? I'd rather have that. That have a plotting non-existent storyline, which we got three movies of, you know, 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and this, this this one really clicks. I mean, and, and it feels natural. Everything just felt like Star Wars. The universe felt used. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, it felt populated. Yes. Which I think is just a testament to... They used actual
1: puppetry, but not just that. It, it well, was interesting. And like you, you talk about things that like feel like repeat, but I actually liked it. Is like so. So they did. They did their own canta- cantina scene. Totally. But you know, that cantina scene is important for so many reasons. I mean, as you say, it makes it feel populated. You know, it's not just all humans. You, you know, see some familiar aliens. Yeah, but, you know? but in general, you see all kinds of aliens. All kinds of creatures out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the idea was that you know, with the empire is. It's very, you know, it was always very Nazi. You know, sure. very, you know, like only humans, and they're disgusted by other creatures, you know? But, um, yeah, it's great to see that. And, right. and that is important. I mean, look at that. The Empire is just human. And then now the First Order
0: is as yeah. well. Like, yes. you, you get Hawks. Is he Hux. Is he an admiral? What is Hawks? Uh, Captain? General. General. You see General Hawks, and he's like, just... Exactly. He just feels like another imperial flimsy,
1: right? I thought he was too young. Too young. um, I I mean, I want another backstory in him. You want another Tarkin level older guy? Yeah. Why is this guy like pretty much blows? No, he's pretty much their highest military commander. And he looks like he's 28 years old. Sure, you can understand why Tarkin was in charge of the Death Star, but you don't yeah. understand why this guy's in. You charge- understand why Kylo Ren is as high as he is because he's force sensitive, right? But yeah, you know, it doesn't. It seems like he's too high up. Did you like the Snoke stuff? Um, I'm intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. I, I would have liked more, but that's again consistent with what they do.
0: Yeah, and we get the. I mean, I compared it. To, I mean, so somebody made the it's argument more than the Emperor. Uh, yeah, somebody said Snoke's just a talking <clears throat> head. I was like. It's more than we got in *Empire Strikes Back* with the Emperor. Yeah, and that's far more than we got of the
1: Emperor in *Star Wars*. We didn't get anything.
0: Sure, sure. No, it it, it felt like uh, some good parts of *Empire* bled into this as well. Yeah, you know, the ending is very tonally similar to to, uh, *Empire*. With it feels as much like a defeat as a victory and we'll talk about the major reasons for that. Absolutely. But um, going into this film it... and by the
1: way and I did not need the end to be end on a oh my god you know look there's a celebration thing and no. a chat. No, Some I, people I complained, actually... to, complained about, about that, that ending shot. I, like, <laughs> I, whispered, I, I whispered to my
0: wife after the major uh, death in the film and I whispered to my wife I go Oh, when they're returning to the planet and Leia sees it, and there's that understanding yeah. that Han's not coming back. I turned to my wife and I go, I don't think they're getting medals for this one. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. I was yeah, like, they're, yes. they're, they're, they're yeah. There's not
1: going to be any medals here. All right, so, so, so that, that's a nice interesting segue. Let's talk about Rey. Who is she? Sure. So we know, we see she's been on this planet. You pick up very quickly that she's waiting for a family. You know, I mean, it's, it's actually interesting. We actually get more... Um, we actually get some flashback stuff and more. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't need it. We get her whole story right away. You're talking right about away. she touches the lightsaber. Yeah. Okay. But, but we get right away that that's her deal. Sure. You know, she's not looking to leave the planet because she clearly thinks marked, they're going to come back. She's marking the days. She's marking the days and she's waiting and she's definitely afraid to leave because otherwise how are they going to find her again? Sure. You know? So, yeah, she, she's completely the opposite of what Luke is in A New Hope.
0: Narrative regard. Yeah. Not Internally. Internally, she seems to be that person who still looks to the stars.
1: She looks to the stars, but I mean... She does, but but, but her motivation is she wants to stay. She's destined not to. Right. But she feels an emotional need to stay. Yeah. You know? Um, And it's interesting that she didn't have Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, and you know, she had nothing.
0: Right. Well, she had Tito, my favorite character in the movie.
1: Right. I know, I know.
0: Who finds BB-8, and BB-8
1: still kind of belongs to Tito cuz Tito found him first. That's actually an interesting moment when she reacts and goes running up to BB-8 it's like why does she feel the need to get involved there?
0: Uh, and it's also an opportunity for her to show her burgeoning like force powers if she yeah. was to be like give the but, little guy to but, me. But but but, but I, you know yeah. I, and
1: and that's the interesting argument. Did the force compel her because that's the thing that I think after the first movie you lose sight of but there's a you know Luke asks Ben you know does the force control you like, and he says no it guides you Right. you know but the force guides you and that's what we see a whole lot of in this movie Yeah. is Rey is being guided even when she's resisting it she's being guided when she lets it in the force is directly speaking to her and she's its vessel
0: sure and she's telling you know? Han I have to go yeah. back and I, sorry but I can't take your job
1: no I'm, and, and literally you see it's like it's everything she wants. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, this is her hero. Right. And the stories she's heard and the Millennium Falcon and all that. It's like, there's literally nothing that would make her happier in her, in her life other than the family.
0: She calls the Millennium Falcon a total piece of junk. Which Before she I knew it was the Millennium loved Falcon. It. God, yeah. I, no, it's great. This, the script is so creative and it's got so many tight pieces to it. Like, you know, just a casual, casual conversation hey, you don't want to go out there because the sand will swallow you whole. And then ultimately that's where the TIE fighter crash lands. And you see Finn witness the TIE fighter get swallowed whole. And just little setups like that that aren't hitting you over the head. It's just part of uh, populating the planet as much as anything. Mm -hmm. turns out to be pretty well done exposition for later moments that are, again, in the broad strokes of things, the the TIE fighter being swallowed by a planet isn't that big of a narrative moment. But it's just cool. It's just Star Wars. It's just... It's something happening, yeah. which this every moment of this movie, something is happening. Uh, even the quieter moments, her putting on a, a, a rebel pilot helmet awesome. and, and, and eating her lunch is just a great little moment. Uh, there's not a lot of empty stuff in here. There might be places where you wished, oh, that choice could have been done a little different. We'll, we'll talk about Captain Phasma, uh, which feels... I'm not going to say misused. I'm going to say underused. But you, because, we, we were talking yeah. about Ray. So we were talking we were about going, Ray. Yeah. You
1: want to keep doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so
0: we'll get back to Captain Phasma. Yeah, we'll right? get
1: back to Captain Phasma. So so cool, Ray, I, um, I, I think that, um, you know, we get those flashback moments. And I think it's important that they happen when she touches the lightsaber.
0: And that cameo is cool
1: as hell. The, the voiceover cameo? Oh, right? yes, yes. Like, we're going to talk about that. Where I'm going there. So I think it, it's an interesting comments I've seen made is is touching is it that she doesn't know stuff is it that she's the force is telling her stuff is she remembering stuff because she's touched the lightsaber right she, we have the vision of her being left and her crying and don't leave me but you know we have other visions and, and those voices and the voices that we hear apparently were um, apparently were Obi-Wan Yeah, you and McGregor. talking to her it was Ewan, Ewan McGregor, McGregor. It was and awesome. Alec Guinness. Oh, they used some Alec Guinness? Yeah, Alec Guinness. It's Alec Guinness' voice that says Ray.
0: I thought it was Ewan McGregor that says Ray. It's both yeah. of them.
1: Um, they're both in there, and Yoda's in there.
0: Yes, I knew, I knew Yoda and Ewan McGregor were some of the yeah. voices that say Ray. I didn't know Alec Guinness'. How did they get that?
1: I think they sampled it from something. I'm mm-hmm. not sure exactly where. But, you know, that wouldn't be a memory, That would be there in the living force. Yeah, Yeah, talking to her. Yeah, but they could have
0: gotten Liam Neeson to do it as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) but but except he doesn't want to deal. But you know, but the the big the big thing there is, So what does it mean? Um, We also get some you know reveals when Kylo Ren is trying to probe her mind, Mm -hmm. and he says, "Okay, you know, her being lonely and not being able to sleep." And she thinks of, a you know, a planet, an ocean with an in island, an island yeah. you know. And so there, you know, so my question becomes, is that her seeing the future or is that a memory?
0: Um, well, not only the, the, the interesting thing about that touching on the lightsaber is she also sees Kylo Ren in the Knights of Ren killing yes. Luke's apprentices. Yes. And that's something that, I mean, yeah, it feels like that lightsaber, which is the lightsaber that was lost on Bespin in mm-hmm. Empire Strikes
1: Back. It was Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah. That, that became Luke's. That became saber, Luke's.
0: And that he lost with his hand right. on Bespin. Uh, it felt like the Force was channeled through it, and that's what she got. She got kind of the, the Cliff Notes version of where the Force is at in the moment that she touched it. Uh, what do you think about that device, the the, the the lightsaber that was lost supposedly on Bespin, and how did it end up there? Did that trouble you at all? Did it feel convenient? Did it feel...
1: No, because, know. listen, I, I I like the wink to the camera. That's sure. a It's another story. Sure. Because... It's the same thing with A New Hope. There's a lot of stories there we don't know. It's not about convenience, but this is the story. This is where it is. And the Force that, puts them in the place yeah. they're supposed to be in. And yeah. This is an object that has great significance. I, and, I, yeah, I, I didn't have a trouble with it uh, at that point. What I
0: what I started thinking was when R two miraculously comes out of sleep. I, the, I, I, I do have really, an issue with that. But wait, let, let's let's. Well, I'm just saying I would have liked for the presence of the lightsaber or yes, Ray, which I is new. Uh, to to have uh, woken him up, like it, like Luke said, I'm. It's I'm like they're acting
1: off. like R two's been in this you know this, yeah. sleep, this sleep mode all this time, and she suddenly figured something out. And yeah, I agree. It felt with you. random. Yeah, it, I, I, I felt like something else should have triggered it, and I don't know if that's missing it in, in a cut. Sure. In the lead scene, no, I, I think felt it, like something needed to happen that made R two wake up uh, for the and first we didn't time see
0: since uh, the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. This is the first time where I'm like, I hope there's a three hour extended version yeah, of this. I feel exactly with the, the same prequels. Way. I wish that there were. Uh, Maybe forty-five minute versions of those films. Well, here uh, I'm wishing it was three-hour versions. One of the of things movies. I
1: did when rewatching everything um, this last week is I actually watched all the deleted scenes. Um, I'll tell you, I was really enjoyed watching the deleted scenes from the original trilogy. Yeah, some really great stuff in there, um, like like you know Luke on Tatooine. Um, is stuff. There Big stuff in there? Yes.
0: The conversation with Biggs yeah. is in there. Yeah, wow. yeah.
1: That Luke on Tatooine, and mm-hmm. then and then some really interesting stuff about you know Leia with Luke. And lay with Han and, you know, I mean, you know, the version of Empire we got was kind of sexless. Sure. And with the the deleted scenes, you see, you know, it's a little bit more, I mean, she's, it's that sense we had after the the first movie of, which one's going to get her? Mm -hmm. You know, and they're definitely playing with that, you know. Um, Clearly, they hadn't decided she was his sister yet, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Right. I mean, you know, with the cut, whatever. I'm glad the Force
0: guided them towards the right decision. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, okay, so... Uh, so, so Ray, so, yeah. so ultimately the question becomes, and we're all wondering, you know, there's still some talk, might she still be Han and Leia's kid? That doesn't make any sense to me. No. You know? Um, is it Luke's kid? I, th- I think she's Luke's kid. Sure. Um, I'd actually be disappointed if she isn't, but, you know, and, and watching it a second time, I'm looking for that. Is there's it no chance she's <laughs> Chewie's kid at all. No, I really don't think so. Although, Chewie clearly gets around. Explain. Well, you know, you have, you know, he, there's a lot of flirting going on, or, yes. or, you know, or implied <laughs> past flirting that Chewie's done yeah, that, in the, this movie. Yeah,
0: the woman who's like bandaging
1: him up. Yeah. Yeah, she's,
0: yeah, she had a good
1: patient. You know, and where's my boyfriend? You yeah. know. Oh yeah, where's my boyfriend? Yeah. Chewie shows know. up.
0: No, uh, the familiarity with the with this movie was definitely an advantage to it, and we, even though this film takes place 30 years after the Battle of Endor. It, they definitely play on that. When you first see Leia and Han, uh, I was thinking about the fact that they're not, quote unquote, together anymore. And what's it's great and I, is and I they like gave that us the Han
1: Solo that we want by not having them together. Han right. did not just sit at home and do that. He went back to what he knew, the smuggler. I mean, And, and there was a falling out, whether or not that was created would be by the, their son doing this or that, but...
0: I like that it was a broken home.
1: Well, it was actually, it's a thing that happens a lot. And while this wasn't the death of a child, you know, mm-hmm. it's very much the, you know, a, a relationship has a lot of difficulty dealing with, you know, the loss of that child. And as you said, you know, he decided every time you look at me, you see him and it hurts. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I want him. So he couldn't live with it that way. She had her own issues and that broke him apart. And he went off roaming the galaxy and he's been avoiding. That death you know? is so awesome to me.
0: Like the Kylo Ren stuff is gorgeous to me and that, the depth that they gave that, the Han and Leia relationship even yeah. though it's only told in a handful of scenes I, yeah. bet, I bet those scenes cut them together they are
1: less than three minutes no, long. No, there's not much to them at all. That's awesome storytelling. Look, the moment when they see each other and then oh my God 3PO pops his head in. It was great. You know? What
0: a great introduction.
1: Yeah. yeah. Th- th- then they pull him out and Chewie just walks right over <laughs> and hugs her you right. know and says something to her and she clearly understands him. Right. You know, yeah, she
0: understands him now.
1: Yeah, and and you can tell he's pretty much woke up, going like, "Yeah, same old crap." You know, he just can't get it together. Yeah, we got chased by these rolling
0: behemoth beholder things. Yeah, no, uh, this the economy of the scenes, Uh, uh, the economy of the relationships, uh, what they did with just looks. You were you were telling me off the show earlier that. Some of the looks that they linger on in the prequels are just painful yeah. and meaningless. Yeah. Here, no, it's, there, the it's There's no everything. It I, has meaning.
1: I, I, I can't quite say still is the movie because there's just it's, the movie is so rich with so many great performances and moments. But I mean, me, Chewy just like every scene. I mean, it's really it's Chewy and Han, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's just so great. I mean, and we had those mo- those moments in the other movies. But we get more of them. Like this movie, you know. I was worried. Okay, it's not going to be the legacy characters much. We'll have cameos. The movie becomes Han Solo's movie, you know. And obviously, where it goes, where it ends, you know, it's heartbreaking. All the more so because it's done well. Because the movie becomes all about him. Yeah. But the second he walks out on that gangplank, you know, it's happening. And it's horrible. Yeah.
0: You're just watching it happen. I I cried. Heartbreaking. I cried.
1: I look over. Laura's just fully cried.
0: Crying. There's one shot of a stormtrooper kind of aiming, like taking notice yeah. of what's going on, which and it, and it never really came into play. I
1: know. I felt like we should have gotten some sign from Kylo Ren to stay out of it, right? You know, or and someone Chewie, to take yeah, him yeah. out. Yeah, Chewie
0: and the stormtrooper both have their own shots where they they take notice of what's happening on the gangplank, and Chewie's is very important. The stormtroopers feels like it, something got well, cut I, or something. I, I don't know.
1: I, I'll say this: I think that we see enough interaction with Kylo Ren and the stormtroopers, yeah, that I think the idea there is pretty much. Yeah, I better not interrupt him. Yeah, don't. He, don't he has this. Path. I'm not taking a I shot. Love that scene. He clearly wants to have a conversation, and if I do anything that gets in the way, I'm dead. You know that,
0: that scene is that's one of my favorite Star Wars scenes. Yeah, because it's just it's handled so well. Yeah, his performance. You believe maybe there's some redemption there. Well, and there's a well, chance. Well, at think it.
1: about this: that scene actually echoes the scene in Jedi when Luke turns himself over to mm-hmm. Vader. And then Vader ignites the lightsaber, and there's that moment. And even, you know, just watching again, of course I know what's going to happen. It's like, there's a great moment of tension when he ignites the lightsaber. You're like, whoa, maybe he's just going to do something. You know, he's going to kill him. What's he going to do here? You know, it's... That scene's there. And that same scene is sort of echoed later when they're fighting, and Luke has turned the lightsaber off, and Vader walks up to him. It's like, they're talking for a second. So it's like, you know, foolish to lower your defenses. And he turns it right back on, and It's like... Those two scenes play off each other really well because it, 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 it's nervous, you know. Sure. You're not sure, and and that feeling is there in that scene.
0: I loved it. You know? That's my favorite scene in the movie. I mean,
1: when he's holding lightsaber and he's seemingly giving it to him. Yeah. You know, and oh, well, he gives and, it to him. Yeah, I'm saying, and we know, and you feel that tension, and then he suddenly grips it so hard, and like, and you know, that's what's happening.
0: Right.
1: You know, it's gonna, and you're on the edge of your seat for it, and all I just sat there was like, just not chewy too. Ugh. Oh. Could you imagine? I would have lost I, my. Mind. I love
0: that the movie ends with Chewie, and uh, Ray kind of creating so, so, this so, new and, relationship.
1: And that's the interesting thing that I think a lot of people are, are struggling with in terms of the okay, who is this girl? Because there's definitely this handoff from Han Solo, and oh, sure. he's the father figure, and you know, and people have said like it's like Han Solo has been is sort of the Obi Wan in this movie, right? He definitely plays the part from A New Hope or, with the sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. That and, he, you know, he's bringing them into this universe. Sure. He's teaching them about these things. He's the Obi-Wan character as far as looking for parallels, which is really cool. Yeah, because he was the cynic in the beginning right. of the movie. Right, and, and, and he addresses it completely. Really,
0: yeah. it, um, one question about the very ending. Why did the Millennium Falcon just, like, land on the top of the mountain?
1: <laughs> um,
0: I'm messing with you. Yeah, because... because it, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> No, I mean,
1: you're making a joke, but I, know. I don't think there's enough room for the money to <laughs> yeah. land on the
0: top of it. She was, but she does climb these Kill Bill steps to the yeah. top, and there's Luke with his robotic hand. I love it. I mean, I love it, because at, at that moment, that, when those credits hit, anything can I mean, happen in uh, episode exactly. eight Exactly. Anything I, I, can happen. I learned,
1: so the second time I'm going, and I'm looking for recognition, something, but he has a look on his face, and, and they play it like, you don't know what the look on his face is.
0: Anything can happen. Not just you don't in that know if he's angry,
1: if he's sad, if it's recognition. So you don't know. I think a major reason why I do not complain about the
0: like intense familiarity narratively with a new hope is you need the reset of the board. Mm-hmm. It's all been reset. Anything can happen. I I am more excited for episodes eight and nine than I mm-hmm. ever was for episode seven, and I was pretty excited for
1: episode seven. Okay, I get it. Like. There does not feel like there will be a lot of retread of the The questions they left us with, I'm dying for those answers. Um, So, you know, so again, uh, back to Ray, because even talking about the ending, you know, Ray's not there when, you know, Leia first shows up But she hears about this girl. Tell me about this girl. And then audio trails off. Mm -hmm. Ray comes back. Han's dead. The two of them see each other. They hug. No audio. Yeah. Then race some of the one going to get Luke. Now you can argue, well, she's clearly Jedi-sensitive and the lightsaber's has chosen her, but I find it, it's an interesting thing why are they sending her? You know? Sure. Why should it be her? I mean, is it just about that? You know? I mean, all right, you can make an interesting argument, ladies the general, so she can't go? Maybe. I sort of feel like his sister should go unless this is his daughter. Right. You know? I mean, there's something to that. If she is his daughter, well, who's the mother? Where is she? I mean, the, my biggest struggle is if that's his daughter, why would they leave her in Jakku? You know, if it's to hide her, then wouldn't you at least leave her with someone looking after her? Sure. You know, but. Yeah, it was Tito. But, but, but these Tito are. Tito is looking after her. Are, these are questions that can be answered. Right. You know, I mean, it's, it's narrative, but uh, definitely fascinating. And, you know, seeing her go off, you know, with Chewing the Falcon. See, there's another argument. Okay, she knows the Falcon. And then, R2. Yeah, but yeah. She, she knows the Falcon, you know, it's seemingly like the same way as Han does. And it's, it's this great instinctive thing. So you can argue also, plays kind of like, okay, a, a father-daughter thing. But the other side of it is, I think she's so, intu- the Force makes her so intuitive. Right. You know, that's what Anakin had.
0: Um, Finn. We leave Finn. He's fucked up. Fucked up. Not in a back-to-tank fucked up, because that is really fucked up. If you're in a back-to-tank, well, you're fucked but up. But he's in a
1: coma. So, I, honestly, yeah. I, sort of bummed, I felt like, shouldn't he be in a back-to-tank? Right. You uh, know, he, he's in a coma. He got his back sliced. Is he going to be paralyzed? I feel like they, I can't see them really doing that. Yeah, what's his story? But we don't know. One thing, I, obviously, we, you and I have talked about is... Mind, mind you, Ray got thrown into a tree. Totally. You know, smacked hard. She snapped out of it, but she has the force, right? Yeah, she force-cushioned.
0: Um, the Captain Phasma stuff, I would have loved to see a rivalry with her and Finn.
1: Well, I think that's what we're going to get. I think, did you say this to me? Someone said to me that... It should have been that, the that stormtrooper. stormtrooper.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like the Stormtrooper he, he, with the magnet, yeah. the magnetic baton, yeah. that yeah. Finn fights
1: should have been Captain Phasma. I agree for. completely. In a, in a, in a nice...
0: Uh, particularly because
1: yeah. he was just a random Stormtrooper. He, he should have been someone that you had reason to think was particularly badass. Yeah. And we've had the Captain Phasma build up. And I think, I think that was definitely a lost moment um and a lot of people are disappointed in Captain Phasma. My personal feeling is, you know, and this goes back a long ways, but we got these great, you know, you know, what a year before we got Empire it was Boba Fett Boba Fett Boba yeah. Fett, you know, and He can think of the Christmas special for that yeah, one. Yeah, and and what the hell did we get at Boba Fett in the movie? Not much. In in Empire you get some
0: cool stuff. Stuff, for the most part, it's mostly you don't get a posing, whole lot. and then he shoots yeah. at Luke. Yeah, he shoots you know, at Luke.
1: Cause, cause he's he's smart enough to know he's being followed.
0: And in and in Jedi, he gets the total bitch treatment.
1: <clears throat> yeah, but in Jedi, you f- you really feel he's badass. Only because of the way he's hanging
0: out in Jabba's palace.
1: Yeah, and you know, and when Leia <laughs> comes in, you know, with the thermal detonator, and he pulls the gun so quick, and you yeah. know, you just know, you know, it's Boba Fett. We're, like Boba Fett's badass. Yeah, I'm not go- it's just shit just goes against him. It's bad luck.
0: I think I think it's good that everybody wanted more
1: Captain Phasma. Yeah, uh, that's definitely. That's she, definitely she's a clearly going to be in the next one. No, and she's going to yeah, she's going to matter.
0: And she's going to be badass, but a yeah. rivalry with
1: yeah, I uh, know. But bro, I think I mean, there's an you know. inherent rivalry now. I mean, you know, he was her huh. subordinate. You know, he went off and did what he did. He gets up in her face, which probably that scene is so funny. When he's you know getting in her face, you know, telling her off, and it's like, all right, you know, calm down. You know? It's like yeah. really not the time for this. And Poe, where do, do we leave him? Poe's fine. He's the man. And does he, does he so, feel at the end of this movie Is he's a, a, an integral part of this group? Absolutely. I mean, made, they made it very clear that he's pretty much the squadron leader. He's the best mm-hmm. pilot in the galaxy. You know, th- did you read the Shattered Empire miniseries? Yes, I did. So, you you know, his know, those are his parents. Yeah, his so, parents fought in so, the battle So he's of basically North. grown up with Leia. Right. You know? Um, she's beyond his hero and everything. Right. And seemingly at this point she's probably a mother figure. Niamh you know? Nub. Great to see him. Great to see Akbar.
0: Great to see Akbar.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: who do you? Who do you oh, uh, one nice I little for?
1: shout out to the prequels actually is having a Doug as a pilot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he gets killed, but you know.
0: You try, you know. No, I, but I, if anything, I like. But they did establish yeah. the
1: Dugs are such great pilots naturally, and they have aliens in the resistance. They had aliens in the rebellion, right? You know.
0: Uh, lay the political landscape out. You and I just read about the political landscape, because one of the questions people have is, wait, and, and, uh, Return of the Jedi, like, the Rebels win, so the well, That's just back, it. Right? you right? Know, you know, Why and,
1: is there a resistance? And, and, p- people that are, are familiar with the, I know it's not canon anymore, but people are familiar with the expanded universe understand this. One of my big problems with, you know, when Lucas did the re-release of the special editions, and he added little things, and I was actually always very bothered... Um, that to Jedi, at the end, he shows celebrations on all these planets. Coruscant, which is the yeah, heart of the exactly. Empire. Exactly, Coruscant, Naboo, because you can argue that, well, the entire Imperial fleet was there. I don't think that's true, and obviously things like Air of the Empire demonstrate that definitely wasn't. Again, while yeah. not Canada... Admiral Thrawn wasn't at yeah, yeah. Endor. We know from a new hope that, oh, the Imperial Sand's been dissolved. Well, how are they going to govern? Well, they have you know regional governors right. that have military power right. who don't just go, oh... The Emperor died. All right, fuck it. Yeah. I give up all my power. That would not happen anywhere. Right. You know? It's just... It's not how it works. So... And notwithstanding the idea, okay, he was Sith and controlling things, one of the things the prequels did do well is demonstrate politics and greed and all those things. People just didn't... Didn't just give this up. You know, I think they did do a good job both in general with the First Order and with Kylo Ren this whole idea. It goes back to... But well, you see Vader saying A New Hope, and you very much get over the course of episode two and totally in episode three, this idea that Anakin is seduced by the idea of he actually does start off thinking he's doing right. People need to be told what's good for them. They need control. They need they need order. And that's what the idea that's going on there. You know? These people don't see themselves as evil. They're not Sith.
0: This New Order?
1: Yeah. The New Order or, or the Empire. Right. It's, you know... They're fucking Nazis. So you know, why is there but,
0: a re- what are they a resistance to?
1: Well, they're resisting the New Order. Right. But I'm saying the New Order... The, the, the New Order is basically inheriting the idea of, of the Empire. So isn't that the we, New Republic's job to resist the New Order? Well, that's just it. The Republic and the New Order are separate parts of the galaxy governments.
0: Right. And this is what we just read, guys. Yeah. So I'm only, I'm only leading yes. Ian to explain. I, we, I know
1: this stuff. but So, so the Republic... Existed before there was a republic. Then what Palpatine had done is he created behind the scenes a separatist movement to create a civil war knowing he's actually controlling both sides so that when the civil war was over he's now created a imperialist machine, a military, to then control everything. So he undermined his own government in order to make it stronger and to centralize power within himself. Give himself
0: a clone army, right?
1: Yeah. Well... A clone army and ultimately conscription and a, a regular army. Right. Um, after Palpatine went away, what happened is there were some systems that totally rebelled and got out from under the yoke. You know, there were others that were more firmly controlled. And at some point, government came into power. New Republic. With the, with the systems that had broken away became the New Republic. And systems that still had an empire way of thinking became the First Order. Right. So within the First Order, though, of course there were going to be people that would want to break away, but they weren't able to politically or what have you. So instead of calling it the rebellion, now they're calling it the resistance because the, the actual rebellion has become the republic. And seemingly the idea is that the republic is supporting the resistance secretly because overtly they can't, because then they would be at open war with the First Order. So when we get to this movie, and that's the thing, they reference traitors, because from the First Order's perspective, anyone in the resistance is a traitor to their government. And the Republic seemingly has an armistice or some kind of peace yeah. agreement. So they're being traitorous also, in, in any, if in any way they're fighting, because they're going right. against what's, you know, a, an accepted form of government.
0: And Leia is leading this resistance as opposed to help. No, no
1: Le- Leia is actually high up in the Republic. Oh. and she's leading and the she's resistance and she's leading the resistance
0: to help yes. these, these worlds that are trying to liberate themselves join the republic from the from first, an, order, the first order which is kind of the scene that we first saw with Mark Max uh, Von Sito like oh, who is that guy
1: well th- th- that that's something that's very frustrating because it's Max Vonsido. you know we don't get more of him and you think you an actor of that stature you think you're going to get more of him he's clearly very knowledgeable in the force he clearly knows Leia and the family very well. He knows exactly who Kylo Ren is, mm-hmm. which you know, I mean, that would take some very, very close to the family to be completely aware of it. Um, you know, w- we get several people in this movie we see are force sensitive, even if they're not Jedi, right? You know, and 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 that seems to be the sense with him,
0: and you with know, the the uh, the thousand year old yeah what was uh, Mars names? Mars yeah. Yeah. that she she has a sensitivity to the force yes. but yeah um, by the way
1: she she's had the bar a thousand years she, can well, yeah, she could be, may well be older than that yeah. the way she speaks she's very you know she has perspective on the Sith before the Empire right it was a thousand years that the Sith weren't around before the Empire right before so, Palpatine brought it yeah so that means that she has to have been around significantly longer than that, even. Yeah.
0: Does she, she does not... We do not see her die in this we, movie. No, we don't see her die. We
1: see her bar get destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> the ancient temple get destroyed. She's still around. I, I would think seems, we'll see her again.
0: Yeah. I'd love to see her again, I think. Yeah. Uh, she's an interesting character. What do you think about um, her being CGI uh snope I mean, being cgi the the prominence in those characters of cgi i feel with her it it's felt a little warm it felt it felt good i was fine with it with with snow it's but, gotten so seamless yeah. it's so much better than what we was saw that andy circus as snow yeah okay yeah it's andy circus his performance are pretty good um, I, I was joking that uh <laughs> it would be hilarious if we finally see snow like up close and he's three feet tall yeah no, or he's like yoda height yeah yeah a lot of people were saying that when i first saw funny. him i was like what the hell is I, this prometheus where was simon like, peg Simon Pegg was the guy who was undercutting Ray with the, with, with the traitor, who goes, that's my ship! and ran Oh, okay. Out. Yeah, that's yeah. Simon. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, missed, I missed that. He, he played know, the guy and, who's, and, yeah, she's and trading you, with. You know that the stormtrooper that Ray got to let, let, let go is actually Daniel Craig. Daniel
0: Craig, yeah. Yeah, which is great. I saw that. That was a pretty cool cameo. And, and I yeah. love that they got cast members from the Clone Wars to do voiceovers. Yeah. I love that uh, BB-8 was voiced by Bill Hader and, uh, who's the other comedian? Part of it, I have to look it up, but but, was it? but but they were they were sound consultants voice consultants on BB 8, okay. So when you hear BB
1: 8, I loved awesome. BB 8, and you know, I mean, I know there was so much built into BB 8, didn't matter. No. BB 8 was awesome, he is right there with the other
0: two droids in as being part of this he, universe, you love it,
1: and he's so you know, what that's the thing, the other thing that they do so well in the original trilogy, and they did in this movie, and it's there with R2D2, but it doesn't play as well in the original prequels, and I think three po is horrible. Is they seem completely human?
0: Yeah. Well, you know? BB8 gives a thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> which is
1: fucking awesome. Oh, it was more the, the lighter thumbs up is awesome. But when BB8 comes and he's all pissed off, oh you know, you're a thief, you stole that, and the whole back and forth yeah. of it, and, and the whole conversation about... Oh, and he's mad at oh, on, go on with it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and like, all right, you know, I'm just, oh, just tell me, and they're like talking, and even the little things where he, he, he tilts his head, he's looking at, you know, it's like all of it is like you could see him thinking and considering things and acting a certain way and having an attitude and all
0: of that. Completely realized, fully realized. Uh, it just makes me wish that there had been original droids in the... Equals to give you that, yeah. you know. I, I argue that uh, that in, the the prequels just make the universe feel too small. I yeah. I in seeing in seeing Tatooine again and seeing the droids well, again, it feels very convenient. Well, well, it feels well, well, very small. Well, 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 well here here's here the- here, even though we're seeing familiar characters, these four or five new characters. I'm I- counting BB-8. Uh, I'm not counting Tito, although I love him. Uh, the five new characters, with Kylo Ren and Poe and 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 Ray and Finn and BB-8, really but make
1: the universe I, feel huge. I think you had made a comment to me the other day about you didn't want Ray to be a Skywalker because you feel like it's a little bit too centered. But the important thing to note is, the trilogies are about the Skywalker family. Yeah, and you—that's what they're that about.
0: Has gotten me to start coming around on that. Yeah,
1: and. It's not that they're the only ones that do anything, because they're clearly not, even in these movies. There's there's plenty of other characters that if they don't do stuff, things don't work out. But the other movies are going to be about other things and other people in, in in the new expanded universe of it, and they matter. I mean, the movie we're getting in a year... Nothing works out if they don't get those Death Star plans. Yeah, the Rogue One. You know? Mm-hmm. And that has nothing to do with the Skywalkers.
0: Question, because uh, we know we're getting a Rogue One. We know mm-hmm. we're getting a Han Solo movie. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and supposedly so Boba Fett.
0: Boba Fett, but,
1: you know, I think Fantastic Four derailed that for a little bit. Well, I think the movie will happen. Right. It's just not going to be him, which is fine. So, uh,
0: do we want to be looking backwards, as excited as we are on the tail end of a new uh, Force Awakens? Do well, we want to be looking backwards at these expanded movies? Uh
1: I certainly would love some movies in between Jedi and no. here. Yeah, the Rogue, Rogue
0: One is before New Hope.
1: And, 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 and let's discuss this one. Um, you and I are both reading the comics. Yes. The Marvel comics right now are so good. Yes. Darth Vader is the fucking shit. <laughs> I mean...
0: I'm not caught up. I'm not caught up. But, but to where I am, yeah, the Darth
1: Vader book's really good. So, and everything... Dude, an annual came out this week. I thought the Lando book was good. Lando, they've all been good. Yeah, Mar- Marvel's killing it with the look, comics, guys. The annual that came out this week you haven't read yet. It's like one shot story, self contained.
0: Yeah,
1: it's fucking awesome. It's so good, you know. And I mean, I would kill for a movie just like that, Darth Vader just being the shit. It's so so good. It's so awesome.
0: But again, I ask you we'd rather not see expanded films that, that cover maybe the whole strata of, of Star Wars instead, Look, of, instead of just focusing on original trilogy characters.
1: I'm, I'm into it, yeah. you know? I mean, Star Wars, you know... What I'm getting at, do you want a Tito spinoff film? That's what I'm getting well, at. Well, that's not what I want, but there's, this, there's, there's plenty I do want. You know, the trick is, for Disney, is going to be... It's not really that big a trick. It's, it's the same conversation you and I have had about Marvel. You know, there are going to be properties that aren't going to do as well as others. And that has to be okay. It can't just be, you know, unfortunately, you know, Hollywood analyzers like, oh, I- is the lost store off this because it didn't do as good as that one? And, you know, and, and that's not how this stuff so works. What,
0: analyzers or people on email lists for us? Well, you know, th- th- there's <laughs> all kinds of people out
1: there that, that talk about this stuff and, you know, trash talk and all that. And they're, you know, really ridiculous. But, you know, the point is that, look, I mean, God, Ant-Man did so much better than I expected, mm-hmm. but... Ant Man's never going to do what an Iron Man movie does. And so we were talking about earlier at
0: lunch, we were like, okay, who takes
1: care of the inhumans?
0: Right. If that's really a movie Marvel wants to do and Disney wants to do, right. how do you tackle inhumans? What's the tone? Right. Who tackles Look, it? Like, you and you I, years unique?
1: ago, we talked about Guardians, and I said, you know, Guardians was going to be Marvel, Star Wars. And I said, great, I'm going. I didn't know who else was going. And, you know, I give a lot of, a lot of kudos to Marvel. And the marketing machine yeah. has become this thing. It's the highest-grossing movie of last year in the calendar year. Yeah, it, it got caught up with by American
0: Sniper and Hunger Games, but in the calendar year of 2014, no, it, it, was it, the it, highest it, it did movie. great. Yeah,
1: but you know, my point being that I don't think that you know Rogue One's going to do the numbers that Episode Seven does. But and I didn't see its budget, but this movie—and I say only because these days, this movie only had a budget of 200 million dollars. Mm-hmm. you know which these days is not crazy it's fairly standard for a giant blockbuster you know and I mean look it, it, it's made it this weekend domestically alone it's crazy you know so it's not even a question so you know so Rogue One probably won't have the same budget even if it is close you know to Star Wars movie it's gonna make its money I can't wait yeah me too and the idea that we're gonna get so many Star Wars movies you know it's, were you cynical it's
0: about that early on like, when you start hearing it, you're like, oh, don't overcook it. You know, don't, well, don't over-dip well, the Oreo. Well, that's
1: exactly my point. I worry about some viewer fatigue on how many, can, you know, I don't uh, yeah. know that, look, that Avatar goal is hard. I believe this movie's going to do it. I don't know that after this and the legacy of it, I mean, maybe. I think it was very smart. Luke's the McGuffin here. Everyone wondered why he's not on the poster. It's like, because the movie's about finding him. So he's not on the poster. Right. You know, which is actually brilliant. So even from a marketing standpoint, what you now have is now we get Luke for Episode 8. Because I was literally thinking, could there be as much build-up for Episode 8 as there was with Episode 7? Now there actually can be. Yeah. You know?
0: We need those questions answered. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and if it's, re- if it's great as well, you know? So, so that's fascinating. But, you know, the non-trilogy movies, I, I'm not sure, but I want to see them. Look, Boba Fett movie? I want to see a Boba Fett movie. I'd love a trilogy on just the whole Bounty Hunter Wars. There was a series of books that were great that way, you know? There's a lot of stuff there that could be done, you know? And it can get very, very interesting. Shadows of the Empire. (laughs) Listen, you know, even talking shadows, talking about, you know, all the underground, you know, mob mm-hmm. stuff that yeah, goes Nar-Shada on. Yeah, the Nar stuff. Yeah. Would I be mean, awesome. That's I, was, I would love to see Nar on film. You, 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 could, you could do stuff with the huts, You know, yeah. you just have to, you know, I mean, look, in, in a Bob, Boba Fett movie, you could do some great hut stuff.
0: It is crazy that even though Nar was introduced in like the, the Dark Empire series mm-hmm. and like the, that's extended, it doesn't yeah. count anymore. Yeah. They're keeping some of those places. Yeah. They're keeping like Narsha and, and,
1: and that's the interesting coming back to this movie. You know, there were a lot of people going like, "Well, you know, is it old hat if they do the twins, right?" So well, yeah, they had the to solo do some of it that were introduced, right? So, so, in the books. so they did Ben, yeah. You know, um, what were
0: their names in the in the extended universe? Uh, Jaina, Jason, and Anakin. Jason and Anakin. Yeah. yeah, and when he first calls out Ben in this movie, it's awesome. Yeah, you're like, oh, they named him Ben. Yeah, wow, great choice. Yes. Really, really moving stuff.
1: Yeah. Though, interestingly for me, you know, Ben should be Luke's kid. But that's fine.
0: Luke's on, maybe Luke doesn't have kids. It's hard to get a girl with a, no hand. And you don't want to use force tricks because that's, that's like rape. Ian, don't use force tricks with girls. Ian, don't do it.
1: They only work on the weak wilt.
0: Oh, God. You bastard. <laughs> you bastard. You've been using it on Tinder.
1: <laughs> like I've never you, been on Tinder you will swipe right so, so, anyway you will swipe um, right yeah this movie it, it's great it's opened up a lot of questions a lot of interesting stuff um,
0: are you feeling better you, than you did when you walked out of Phantom Menace oh
1: god <laughs> <laughs> did, did you feel that Snoke wasn't the one that um, seduced him that someone else did and then Snoke came along later did you, was that a sense you had? I, I I read that comment somewhere. I was like, I didn't. I, I don't think we had an answer to who it was that seduced him per se. Because here, here's the important point: he acts like Darth Vader actually spoke to him, which you know when we yeah, consider the Force, all that, yeah. right, right. But that doesn't make sense because Anakin Skywalker became one with the Force, so it makes no sense that Darth Vader could have. Now, what I think is, I think. Something appeared to him. Maybe the dark side's own version of the living force. Yeah, the has same way
0: that Ray was being called to the light side. I feel like. Yeah. Like the most important thing that happened to derail Kylo Ren was this seduction by the dark side.
1: And and, and something that's very so
0: whether or not somebody like actually did it or not. Yeah. It was just this force that.
1: And, and something that is canon, even though it came out of the expanded universe, is the idea of the holocron crystals. Mm-hmm. You know that. Um, for, I'm sure there's some listeners that aren't aware because you don't actually see them in the movies. But something they established in a lot of the Expanded Universe stuff that it's still in the comics, which is canon, so it's definitely still part of it is that the Jedi and Sith both use these things called holocron crystals where they could actually, it's like a recording device. It's actually, it, it, what it is, it's pretty much totally voicemail. Well, no or, more than that. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it's It's to, totally stealing from you know, Superman. And you know the Jorel um mm-hmm. crystal thing, and you know, and then Supergirl's yeah. taking it up as well with Lara. Um, and that is that you know, Masters of the Past record all their teachings into a crystal, and only someone really truly strong in the Force could even access it. And the idea was that these crystals would be in temples in old temples, you know, from long ago, and they disappeared. And what we're what we're seeing in the comics recently is this idea of that you know, okay, even though it's post the fall, they're collectors. So the crystals are out there. And apparently Palpatine was collecting them and Luke comes across some of them and you know, in the time between A New Hope and Empire. Um, and with that, anywhere that there would be an academy, you would have things like that. Like a library. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, in the expanded universe, and we're not clear on what they did now, but there was this idea that um, with... The Battle of Yavin. That actually, where they are with that base, that was an old Sith base, and they end up eventually putting the Jedi Academy yeah, there. I remember. And that. people are, are tempted by that. And you know, going even further, it's actually been established that where the Jedi Temple was on Coruscant actually used to be a Sith temple above the Sith temple. That yeah, was interesting, and, and, and Clone Wars. yeah, and in, in the catacombs mm-hmm. um, is all the Sith stuff. So that's why Palpatine actually made his palace there. So. They've obviously established an empire. There are places that are very strong with the Force. And, you know, when you're still talking about the balance, it's like strong with the Force, usually it's both. It's just a question of which side is holding sway at that time. But both sides are going to be represented there. You know, you, you can't avoid that. Mm-hmm. So anywhere that they would have been a Jedi Temple, someone's going to be influenced by that. So that's, that's very interesting to me.
0: That maybe Kylo, like Ben had been... Influenced becoming Kylo Ren while he was at this temple. Clearly that's what happened. Yeah, a light That's
1: clearly what happened. He was searching the forest for his way, and he went that way. But obviously, he thinks the spirit of Darth Vader is what led him. And he's been struggling with it, because he feels the pull of the light. But this has led him there. Mm -hmm. So, who or what is it? You know? Is it the Emperor?
0: I love how three-dimensional that character is. More so than I think any buddy since Vader. That yeah. like it was like, oh, you actually see him wrestle with it. I love his tantrums. Yeah. I love all that. I love his frustration with not being and, able to control and, things. And
1: someone asked me, well, I don't get it, you know, you know, like they didn't like his tantrums. And I said, well, it's kind of a family trait. You know, Anakin <laughs> and Luke had it. And then they, and then I said, well, yeah, but you didn't see that in Vader after. I said, well, yeah, but once he became the Sith Lord, he was all about order and controlling mm-hmm. that, you know, um, and concentrating on hate instead of being a child. Although, it's not entirely true. Vader has his own version of tantrums. He's extremely quick to lose his temper. And he kills people. I'm saying. Like, he just force chokes people. Right. Like He gets annoyed and he just kills them. You know? Um, I mean, one of my favorite moments in this movie is Kylo Ren's having that tantrum and two stormtroopers come walking around the corner and they hear it and they stop and they look at each other and they turn around and walk the yeah. other way.
0: Yeah, and the gut one guy who witnesses him just slicing up the computer console yeah. it's like, oh...
1: Okay. Yeah. I think yeah.
0: I'll sit and wait.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm saying fine. anything. yeah, I, yeah got, gotta go. <laughs> like it's like great. Like guess who you don't want to be around.
0: Yeah. Adam Driver killed it. And seeing his performance when he's unable to pull things from Ray's mind, uh well, it's a really great uh sound So, silent, and, silent so yeah, performance.
1: And we were talking about that earlier, you know. Some really good sound performance whether or not yeah, you know, he, I think, is extremely powerful. I think that's the point of the comment to Snoke: What do you mean she resisted you? Bring her to me. You know, like there's something not right there. And and, and I'm definitely resonating on this idea of like, is she so strong in the Force that suddenly she's able to channel it, just like Qui Gon? She meditates and suddenly she's better at with the lightsaber. But I think there might be something. To, she might have been trained as a youngling, mm. and I mean, for some reason planet. it's been wiped from her mind. And touching the lightsaber has triggered it hmm. and so she has this this ability that's locked away she says right away early in the movie she doesn't know how she's doing these things like flying all that like i can't believe i did that mm-hmm. like she's suddenly able to do stuff that she didn't know she could do she's not been doing all of her life
0: yeah that'd be interesting you know? for them to so, start off episode yeah eight. so that, that's the other thing yeah. it didn't come out of nowhere it may have come before it, she was actually on right. Jakku,
1: and, and, but and I'm saying it. And, and, and through the whole movie, she's doing that stuff. That yes. stuff's happening, and that's sort of the you know I, I took that as well. The Force is awakened, but you know what is this awakening? What's going on here? You know.
0: So Ian, closing thoughts.
1: Fucking love awakening. it. <laughs> uh, you know. Feels good to be back. You, you know me. I watch a ton of things. I don't really have time to go with multiple times see things. I've already seen it twice. I will certainly see it at least one more time. Yeah, I mean, I went it. a second time knowing that I've already promised a couple of people I'm going to see it with them.
0: Yeah, i got to see it again.
1: So, yeah. We
0: might do a SoCal Geekscape gathering and go see it next weekend. be nice to see it with some of the
1: Geekscapists. I might have to join you in that.
0: It would be awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing this movie again and thinking a little bit about what we talked about here. Hopefully, if you're listening, this is something that's been helpful to you uh, as you uh, realize that um, you're wrong if you didn't like this movie.
1: Yeah, you're out of your mind. <laughs> uh, of your yeah, mind. I mean you and
0: you and I, we, 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 we we've had some people comments because I'm so anti prequels. There are people who are like. Oh, thank God you liked it. I thought you were going like, to... like. How could you walk out of this movie and think that I wasn't going to like it? I'm not an idiot. I'm just semi-dent. I am just semi i do not understand.
1: I mean, there are people saying that it wasn't, the cinematography wasn't good. I don't know if their eyeballs work. It's like, are you out I of mean, your mind? The this, pacing, more, this movie the,
0: was it, gorgeous. And the pacing was it, aggressive. It, it was
1: great. Incredible. So exciting. Yeah. It's so exciting. The movie was pretty relentless. I mean, just that scene of, you know... Ray and Finn and the Millennium Falcon, you know, with the TIE fighters, you want to say it's derivative of the scene when they're leaving the Death Star? Well, it takes it to 11. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just awesome. Yeah. Or, I mean, I guess you could say it's also derivative of the scene in Jedi. You can say that about the
0: the the X-Wing attack on the final thing. By the way, you can say that
1: about any action movie. Sure. Sure. But it's just done at it, the level of expertise of how this is done is so great. And I, I thought the movie was gorgeously shot. That one, I agree that, that, that like that
0: like long tracking shot of Finn running through the battle. Yeah. Before he runs into the magnetized baton stormtrooper, like great. It's awesome and the way the camera turns around on some of this stuff to to, to, to reveal new characters. I mean, it was well, awesome. Craft the other thing
1: is, you know, I, was, I brought up trailers earlier, and we always we talk about our trailer spoiling stuff for you. Everything that was in the trailer. When you then saw it in the movie and you saw how it fit yeah, in, it yeah. was just great. And, yes. and again, just the name Stormtroopers, it's always been an homage to the Nazis. And he made it feel more like the Nazis than Lucas ever did. Mm-hmm. You know? Like down to even the speeches and you know, when, when you see them filing out, it felt like they're Nazis. Yeah. You know, you felt that the totalitarian regime, it's all crazy and... Caught up in their fervor. I'd like to see, uh,
0: okay, let's do this as we wrap up. Things you would like to see in episode eight, I'm going to start off with saying I'd like to see some of the New Republic and see how it's counter to what you just talked about. I'd like to see some of the free worlds of the New Republic and maybe Leia in there.
1: Well, I think, you know, more more Captain Phasma. The the, the big moment in this movie is they they destroyed the seat of of the New Republic. So (laughs) we kind of need to see where that leaves things politically there. That is what they shot Um, with the giant thing, yeah. Yeah, and and I think by them having done that, it's not even the resistance anymore. Now it it has to be open war. Yeah. So it's, again, it was called Star Wars. Yeah, we got to see the the fallout of that. This is now full on, you know, um, and, you know, like the whole thing, oh, we don't have the Republic fleet backing us up, you know, so I think that we will now have that. That's the thing. They took out a base, you know, Of the First Order. There's clearly more to them, and they have a fleet. And the same thing, the Republic has a fleet. And now I think the Republic is definitely at war with them. Mm -hmm. I mean, they shot, you know, because that's the thing. Yeah, you go into this with, all right, it's kind of they're playing it, but they're trying to keep a peace going on. So now this is galactic war. So I think that that's something we need to see. Um, You know, I don't want us to get too bogged down in politics. No, please no. You know, but... See, that's just it. That's why I love things like books and the comics, all that. I I want that stuff. I want those stories. I think, you know, we need that stuff. Let it be canon. But that stuff can be apocrypha, you know? we We can get it elsewhere and, you know, or have it explained, you know? Um, And, you know, that's always been the point of the scroll at the beginning. Just tell you what the deal is.
0: So what else do you want to say?
1: Well, obviously, I'd like an answer to Rey, you know, to who and what she is, you know, what her origins are. Um, I'd like to know more about uh, where Luke's been and what he's been up to. Um, I'm kind of curious. I don't know how quickly we'll get that. You can argue it doesn't matter, but there's certainly people speculating, well, what about Finn? So he was stolen. You know, I think it goes back to what you're saying. It's kind of silly if he is like Lando's kid or something. Right. You know? That, that's kind of silly. It shouldn't be that. But, would you but, like to see Lando? I'd love to see Lando. Yeah. But but I would like an answer to know why the condition didn't work with him. Sure. And if the answer is he's somewhat force-sensitive, I'm good with that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think, you know... Him, I mean, see, you know, yeah, there's two arguments. He got his ass kicked by the Stormtrooper, even though he had the lightsaber. so there's that. But he held his own for even a minute against Kylo Ren. Now, I think there's a good argument on Kylo Ren also that Kylo Ren's been shot. Yeah. You know? Sure he got him. Yeah. I, I he ain't exactly at his best. Did you feel... I mean, he, he's thumping himself. Did you feel like, is he completely human? Is he part cybernetic? Does he have some Am past I trying injuries? to reboot himself? Well, sure. he's so obsessed with Vader. Maybe he did it. some stuff to himself on purpose, you know?
0: Yeah, the thumping, I loved it. That was kind of like a yeah. crazy part of the performance. Like it sla- was. Well, like as you say, your you know, it, it was
1: very Shakespearean. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was very Shakespearean, that.
0: I loved it. Um, so I guess we can recommend this movie.
1: Uh, yeah, I think, I, think, I think we're both on the... Do recommend. If there are
0: any stones that we have not turned over to see what's underneath, um, leave them in the comments. Put them on our SoundCloud profile. Leave them as comments in this episode uh, on geekscape.net and our Facebook, whatever you guys want to comment. Um, obviously, we got to have Ian back for, for more topics. we got to have Ian back for future Star Wars movies. And uh, maybe we'll do something like this for, like, Civil War?
1: Civil War? Batman, what about BBS? Yeah. I'd love to.
0: Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows?
1: If you want, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but
0: how much does that, hey, uh, that trailer looked like the cartoons, and I'm down with yeah. it. Yeah,
1: hey, look, back in the day, we used to make a plan, we'd go see a movie together, we wouldn't yeah. say anything, and then we'd do yeah. it. I'm game for almost anything, you know, you want to go do it, let's do let's it. Let's do it. I'm sorry for we now, missed out uh, on Gem, but we'll start picking it up. Yeah. Yeah, we really should have done Jessica Jones. I know,
0: I know. Uh, Geeks we will talk to you guys next time there's still an episode this week so to, should we, we make a Jessica. promise or
1: we'll do Luke Cage
0: yeah we gotta do Luke Cage yeah we gotta do Luke Cage uh, and by the way as far as what?
1: being topical you know me those things I make sure within 36 hours I've finished
0: I know that one was tough Jessica Jones got caught up on Thanksgiving et cetera, et cetera. yeah um, alright Geeks we'll see you back in the T Radio V Studios thanks for listening say bye Ann
1: bye Ann